to it close to the mic so you can hear it. Ooh. Yeah, every every episode I feel like needs some sort of ASMR intro. Yeah, like we don't have the, we don't have any drinks. I have a drink. Ooh, you I mean, we don't have any any beverages, I suppose, but... But it is the afternoon, so... Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Love it. Sippy, sippy. <laughs> Me not drinking anything. I'm not going to cut out anything. <laughs> I I'm going to keep it all in. Um, yeah, okay, so welcome back to the Humble Superstar Podcast, the only podcast that's not just a podcast, but also a journey that you come along with me to my meteoric rise to stardom. Love it. Yeah. And today we have a returning friend of the pod on, Erin McDowell. Hello, happy to be back. How is your day going so far? pretty good i mean i've been here all yeah, day you've been so here like i know <laughs> but it was good we've had like a cozy little morning um it's like really rainy today in new york yeah like the first like really rainy day in a while i know we've been kind of lazy today yeah well no i did some work which is new for me um, yeah. I haven't been doing a lot of work recently. And then you had a little business call. Yeah, I did. So we're killing it. Moving on up in the world. Yeah, trying to stage your your move to New York City. Mm. Yeah. Are we are we are we going there? Yeah, let's put it out in the universe. <laughs> That's the narrative, you know? yeah. And then we had little lunch. Mm-hmm. Little, I made some soup. It was good. I had some chips with the soup. <laughs> uh, yeah, we we're being so entertaining day. right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, what are we here to talk about today? Um, oh, we got a docket. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like, yeah. We do have a docket. Something that I didn't cover on my last episode that I wanted to cover on the episode, but we just, like, ran out of time, um, was the fact that I saw Azealia Banks live in concert, like, two weeks ago mm-hmm. now. Incredible experience. Just wanted to, to put that out there. I mean... It was kind of a spontaneous thing, right? Yes, it was a little bit of a spontaneous <laughs> thing, you bitch. <laughs> you exactly what you're trying to do. Aaron just wants to talk about why I was there. I do. <laughs> but you're very private. You yeah. Know? Like, well, Kyle may have met somebody at the concert. Um, like, met them there. Yeah. But we won't reveal their identity. No. No, we're but not. Kyle's snooking for love. Yeah, you know, in the big city. Yeah, I'm trying. You're trying. You're putting yourself out there. It's hard, it actually. It is hard. I mean, you recently put yourself out there too. True, and it was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Literally the worst date I've ever been on. But of course, like during it, I was like, "This is going great." No, my my concert date went really well too. Yeah. But. Wah, wah, I think <laughs> I fucked it up. I think I fucked it up somehow. I, I don't, don't think you fucked it up. I just think like love, especially in the city, is just so difficult. Yeah. Because people are just so flaky, and people just don't want to settle down. You know. Well, it's like, why can't they see my star quality? <laughs> why can't they? Why can't they notice that I'm a uh, downtown scenester on the rise? Uh, yeah, a superstar. A superstar. People are blind. I know. Yeah. I know. At least <laughs> people have bad taste. Yeah. Have you ever noticed that? How like all the fabulous beautiful people are single and all the fat uglies are in relationships i know i know i think about that all the time like <laughs> the fuglies like 
pair up the quickest, right? Yeah. And they, like, lock it down for life, too. Like, they, they stay together for, like, a really long time. Um, but us beautiful ones, for whatever reason, maybe it's because we're too unapproachable, you know? I think, I think possibly. Or in my case, I think I, like, am too opinionated for a woman, you know? think that's where my date went wrong is like he was spouting off all of his opinions and i had rebuttals which that's not what men want right men want you to just like agree and i uh was too emotionally available (laughs) which is new for you i know usually i'm like the one who's totally aloof and and like plays hard to get a little bit but yeah but i was chasing yeah which is which was your first mistake yeah i know you know because how many times have you said like you don't want to be the one to chase after somebody else i know you need to just go back to that yeah and find someone who's obsessed with you i know like i am (laughs) with yourself yes that relationship is going great i mean (laughs) oh yeah no same i love me yeah no self-loathing here not even after my own uh my own uh romantic disaster um although saying to you although who knows who knows what who knows might happen life is long unfortunately That's, that's what i like to say you know you never know like People come in and out and for different reasons. For different reasons and the relationship you have with yourself is the most important one of all. Yeah. That's like a really good lead in actually to this Adam Levine shit. Oh god. How relationships crash and burn. Yeah. <laughs> Cause like maybe maybe if he had a better relationship like with himself or whatever. Yeah, he wouldn't be such a man egotistical, pathetic sex addict. Yeah. Because <laughs> let's be clear, like, where there's smoke, there's fire. This man is cheating on his wife. Yes, habitually. Yeah. With multiple people. He's up in the DMs. How... How could he deny it? And that, you know, if, like if we want to just get, well, into he's like it. in his forties too, right? It's, That's inappropriate behavior for a forty-year-old man. It to... is so gross and pathetic. Like, cause here's my thing with it. Like, it's the, it's the fact that it's mostly, as far as we know, like been in the DMs. Which is the most like crass, lowbrow way to have an affair, right? As far as we know, as far as we as know, as far as we know, because he could be cheating in real life too, and probably is. Uh, come on now, like if the evidence is there, it doesn't even matter if he cheated necessarily or not. He was still like psychologically cheating. Yeah, and it's pathetic and gross. Yeah. It's like, um, it's like what, uh, Andrew Tate says, like, if you're in a relationship, your girl shouldn't be on OnlyFans. <laughs> it's kind of like that kind of logic. Like, if you're in a relationship, you shouldn't be DMing girls on Instagram. Who have OnlyFans. Who have OnlyFans, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's my thing with it, too. It's like, it's so funny because, like... The video from Sumner Stroh or whatever, like the main girl who said she like had yeah, that an affair with irrelevant him. model. Or She's whatever. an irrelevant Instagram model. Instagram model, first of all, that means you're not a real model. No, you're a whore who posts photos of yourself with products. With products, like, and so it's just so funny to me because there's such a there's such a commentary there that like. Adam Levine is choosing to cheat on his wife, who is an actual supermodel, who is a Victoria's Secret model, with some random bitch on Instagram. Like, that's how we know, like, this man is just 
a manipulator or like just has obviously like a sex addiction that like it comes to a point where you reach such level of like fame and money and power like you lose like all standards for who you want to be involved with romantically do you know what i'm waiting for i'm waiting for like one of the contestants from the voice (laughs) to come out with allegations against him or something he was flirting with me he showed me his penis I mean I would not be surprised is Adam Levine's penis tattooed probably that would be disgusting do you think his wife is just watching the first episode of AHS Asylum where he (laughs) dies on a loop (laughs) watching him get his arm cut off that's one one thing about Ryan Murphy (laughs) he predicts (laughs) (laughs) Ryan Murphy loves to cast a a dumb hot guy. (laughs) And it's just so funny to me, too, because, like, yeah, it's, like, what I was saying, like, like, I feel like this whole situation has been played out so many times where, like, these, like, you know, famous men who have, like, these really hot wives, like, cheat on them with nobodies. Like, and what, why is that? Is it because they get some sort of, like, thrill from, like, being with someone who is so, like, obviously below them in terms of, like, fame? Right. I'm sure there's, like, a a differential in power and, like, that's an aspect to it. But I think, like, I, I think, like, to be with, like, a fan or a nobody feels easy and expendable um and like accessible yeah and in a way like not to not to psychoanalyze but this is what we do in the pod um i want to psychoanalyze this i think like to these men it feels less less like of an extreme error on their part to cheat with a a lower class nobody Mm -hmm. because it's almost like less of an offense to the woman right if if he was cheating within their circle that would really offend her a lot more than just some random like whore on the street yeah exactly (laughs) she could be anybody right like that hurts less than Adam yeah. Levine hooking up with another Victoria's Secret model or something. Right. Another like famous person. Yeah. Power. Exactly. I mean, apparently, because I guess they're like still together. Yeah, it's like the it's like the cucked famous man's way of cheating. And just the DMs he sent are just so funny and cringe. I know. It's like fuck your body. <laughs> <laughs> fucking fuck you're so hot it's i know like, a lot no it reminds me of like eighth grade kind of behavior yeah. you know what i mean that's what i'm saying it's like there's such like an immaturity about the way that he's he's gone about this well that's because he's a rock star and rock stars are dumb <laughs> like what was he thinking okay too? a little like, a little backstory like yeah in high school i I hung out with a, a bunch of guys who thought that they were going to be rock stars. And turns out they were all just <laughs> Wrong. fucking losers and heroin addicts. And, and they do nothing now. Yeah. Like the rock star mentality is like, it's childlike. It's Peter Pan syndrome. Yes. Well, and also for Adam Levine, because, like, Maroon 5, like, I mean, that's where I do agree with this, like, random Instagram whore. Like, Maroon 5 is, like, elevator music. Yeah, it it's very like much radio, is. It's radio crap. Like, m- like, my mom listens to Maroon 5. No, she doesn't, really. Yeah. <laughs> She's, like, the only person on earth I know. Like, even, even my mom knows, like, Maroon 5 is corny and out. Oh, my mom loves corny music. No. <laughs> yeah. 
No. Yeah, her favorite bands are like Coldplay and Maroon 5. No. <laughs> Which I feel like Coldplay and Maroon 5 are like akin to one another, you know? Yes, they are. They're it's like, like just the British version of Maroon 5. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is, right? Like everybody kind of cares about their front man and Nobody doesn't else. give a shit about anyone else, yeah. <laughs> and it's all kind of like sad boy, like. Maroon 5, Maroon 5 is like fuckboy radio hits. <laughs> it is. I mean, like, their earlier stuff was more like... Like, you're hurt, girl, and I'm yeah. gonna comfort you. Ugh. Which, now that we think about it, God. The manipulator. Male manipulator. Male manipulator. <sighs> but let's get into that, because I don't know if you've seen this, but, like, Jamila Jamil no. and like Amrata are all like, why are we blaming women? Like we should just tell men like not to cheat or like it's all the man's fault. Like, and we shouldn't like villainize this girl. And like, wait, who's villainizing her? Like, I guess like people are commenting on her shit and being like, oh, like you're a homewrecker, or, like blah blah blah. Oh, oh, the the Instagram the model, Instagram model, the relevant Instagram model. Yes. Right. Okay, okay. Um. And my thing with that is like, okay, yes, obviously, like Adam Levine was the one who was married, blah blah like blah but like so like he should have like most of the responsibility here but she's not a victim like the only victim here is his wife and his children wait so they're defending her yes they're defending the girl that he cheated with and saying that she was because she said even like in the video that she was like naive and manipulated and it's like girl no like okay but but do you know what do you know what's manipulating Coming out with these allegations publicly in the first place. A hundred percent. To get fame. Yeah, because now we're talking about this irrelevant Instagram model. <laughs> and I think her follower count like has like doubled or something. Why does that happen? Who are these people fucking following everyone? Like, I, I stay following, like, I, I don't know. I do follow a lot of people on Instagram, but I stay just in my oeuvre yeah like why would you be like oh this girl is in the zeitgeist right now like let me follow her no i'm I'm like i'm i'm like bitch i'm just gonna unfollow eventually unless you're like a horny straight guy who just loves right 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 you're absolutely right (laughs) you know what she's reaching a new target audience (laughs) that's true but yeah, like, come on now. You you shouldn't cheat on people. Believe believe me. <laughs> I've I've been in this situation before. You've been the other woman. I've been the other woman. Yeah, I've been the the one who has been. I was like, first of all, I was I was drunk, so. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I didn't really have all of my uh, wits about me. And was it like a one-time thing? Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't like it was like a full-blown. It should have never been mentioned. It should have never been brought up to him in the first place. And that's tea. Uh, yeah. Yeah. If it's it like could have a... gone to the grave. I would have taken that. To and the... it was I would have a... never said it a word about it. And it was it. just a kiss, right? I mean, we were like fully making out. Um. And I guess a lot of people saw. <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> I don't know. Really doxing yourself. But you, but like, here's the thing though. It's like, that is still better than like carrying on an affair, like with someone famous who like, you know, is married. Like. Yeah. Because public There's so much to lose there. Like. There's so much for them to lose. There's so much for you to lose. Like, the stakes are so much higher. It's giving this girl... It's giving... And, like, women, honestly, in general, like, too much credit. Or, or, like, too little credit, to be honest, right? It's, like, infantilizing women. Like, that's what modern-day feminism wants. It wants, like women kept away from the realities of the world yeah no and like even her saying like oh i was like young and naive and manipulated girl it was like a year ago (laughs) like she that's my thing is like 
do I think she like holds all the blame? Like, do I think she should be seen as this like, you know, temptress who like forced him to cheat? Obviously not, because he's doing it with so many people. Right. So it's not about you; it's about him. But as a woman, she really you need to take she, accountability. Really, this is all just because she's jealous. Yeah, she's jealous because she wasn't the only one. A hundred percent. Well, and she said she made up some story, or maybe it's true. Who knows? About like, I guess she shared the screenshots of their messages with a friend, and that friend was gonna like go to the press about it. Which it's like, first of all, why are you sharing screenshots of your text messages with somebody who you obviously can't trust, yeah. unless you want it to get out? Exactly. Unless you're like trying to push it yeah and the fact is is like even if this friend like had gone to the press with it nobody probably would have even believed it or paid it any mind people are paying it mind because you literally made a whole tiktok video sharing the screenshots and like announcing yourself as his mistress like yeah you you are the one who's bearing the scarlet a yeah like so I don't really know what her mindset was there unless she unless she wanted this to get out, which it seems like she did. I, I think like, well, anyone will do anything for fame nowadays and, and you can make a brand out of being a homewrecker, I'm sure. You know what I would do, though? I'd like freaking blackmail him. Like, say, I'm going to make this video and share our screenshots if you don't wire me, like, $50,000 right now. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> right now. Yeah, she made a big mistake yeah, with that. Because $50,000 to Adam Levine, that's nothing. No. Who would you want? Who's your, like, dream celebrity blackmail <laughs> Ooh, situation? My ideal homewrecking situation. Mm-hmm. Well, as I've told you, Javier Bardem is, like, my, is right. my celebrity crush. Um, but I wouldn't want to do that, especially not to Penelope Cruz. No, that would know? be cruel. They, they've been together very, for a very, very long Penelope time. Penelope Cruz. Penelope Cruz. Um, so I don't think I would want to homewreck them. You know who I would want to homewreck, though? Who? Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde. Oh, they're already broken they're up. They're already broken up. They're already on thin ice. And I would just love to be the final nail in that woman's coffin. In her psyche. <laughs> yeah. She just shatters. <laughs> I'd love to see that. She, I, I can only imagine that she's, like, really emotionally flighty, too, because she's on such a low-cal diet, obviously. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's she getting angry. Wild. She must be a horrifying director to work with, to, oh, be, to be real. Because she's just, like, flipping out at it any given moment i'm sure yeah but i'd love it because i feel like she would like come out like against me and just that would like look so hypocritical for a woman who's like women face double standards in the media and like nobody would care if this was a man yeah directing this movie so i would just love to see her hypocrisy come back in her face what about you who would you like to home wreck um Who's like? I'm trying to think. You should do Neil Patrick Harris. No, that's do- too <laughs> obvious. Too obvious. Um. That's uh, too obvious. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like a really good gay couple to homewreck. Mm. Who are like? Yeah. Who are like gay icons? They're all dead. <laughs> They're all dead. <laughs> um, <laughs> fuck. Who am I gonna homewreck? I'm gonna homewreck. Um, fuck, dude. What about Tan France and his husband? I don't give a shit about <laughs> Tan France. And this is what I'm saying. There are the, no like great gay couple icons. Was this not the first episode of my podcast? If you're a true fan, you know. Yeah. There, I, I started the pod by saying this, that there are no, like, true gay icons, and it's part of my mission. To become one. To, yeah, because you kids need culture. That's um, so true. Yeah, and I... 
you also need like inspirations for home wrecking. <laughs> um, because yeah, there are so many queer icons who are single. Yeah, exactly. I feel like part of like straight celebrity culture though is this like power couple mentality of like you link up with another like equally famous person and then just right. like double your power and money and fame well bad bunny kissed a guy mm-hmm. at the vmas or something so everyone says he's bisexual now so if that's true i'll just shack up with Get him there. i think he's sexy yeah i'll wreck that i'll wreck whatever's going on there but yeah, I mean, like, kind of like what you were saying about, like, you know, you've been the other woman. Like, did you know that it was wrong when you were doing it? Or do you have any, like, remorse about yeah, it? Yeah, immediately it felt spiritually wrong. And, and it was like, oh, fuck. Like, what did we just do, you know? Um, but I'm definitely a lot more morally relativistic in the sense <laughs> that I... I was okay taking it to the grave because, like, we didn't go very far. Yeah. Um, but sometimes I think, like, it all depends about the context, too. Yeah. Like, for me, like, I've been in a situation where basically, like, my freshman year of college, I, like, met this guy and we, like, hit it off or whatever at a party. We didn't, like, kiss or anything. But, like, I stayed over, and, like, we snuggled, and then he told me the next day that he had a girlfriend, like, a long-distance girlfriend from That's high school. Gay. And... But he just needed, like, a cuddle? I like... guess. But then, like, we stayed, like, quote-unquote, like, friends for, like, months, where, like, he lived out in Virginia, and I would drive... From, from North Carolina to Virginia and, like, stay at his house, like, hang out with him. Like... What? Yes. And, like, I was in I was in love with him. Like, I was obsessed with him. And I was obsessed with being with him. Yeah. It's... That's... That's clear. You fucking drove to Virginia yes. for him. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I know. And, like, he This was... boy had a long-distance girlfriend and you were, like... I'm a homewreck, man. <laughs> I was trying. And You're, some of us are just a little more successful. <laughs> and then like, yeah, like it got to, it got to the point where it was so bad. Like she would call him like while I was there and I had to like hide in the other room so like she couldn't hear anything. There was one Did time Did he say you have to hide? Yes. Okay, so he knew that like what he was doing she was wrong. She had told him like you cannot hang out with this girl because she thought we were she thought we were sleeping together. Like, we weren't. I was a virgin at the time. You were um, emotionally sleeping together. That's though. the thing, though. It was an... It, he was emotionally and, cheating And that's me. crossing I, the line yeah, enough. I was, like, the placeholder for his girlfriend, like, without any sort of physicality involved. Like... Which is so crazy because, like, when... Like, that's, not, that's not very traditionally masculine. No. Well, I'm pretty sure he turned out to be gay. Well, but. there you go. <laughs> Say la vie. <laughs> Say his name. Trey, if you're listening, fuck you. <laughs> but then, like, of course, like, eventually, like, oh, and I also, another crazy thing that happened was, like, um, I slept over at his house one time. And she was coming to visit him the next day. So I need so to, like... you had to, like, rush I out had to, there. like, make sure I didn't leave anything, whatever. And, like, he had gone to work, and I had texted him, and he was like, oh, like, are you still there? And I was like, oh, like, I'm about to leave. Like, I'm still in bed right now. And then she, like, when she came, she, like, looked through his phone and <gasps> saw that text. Oh, my God. And she freaked out. Oh, God. I felt so... I No, I was about to say I felt so bad. I but did not really feel, feel bad. bad. Because in my mind, I was justifying it. Like, in my mind, I was like, okay, but we're n- he's not cheating. Like... Right. But it was still, like, it, like Adam Levine said, like, I didn't cheat, but I crossed a line. Right. You know? And I think sometimes that's just as bad. I think having to, like... Yeah, and and even having to clarify that he, like, knows that he crossed a line, it just indicates, like, 
how guilty he he truly knows he is like yeah and and also to to be so like to be so adamant about the fact that it no cheating happened just as well is like a really good indicator yeah well because it it goes to show like also what it what is more intimate but sex well i would argue that sometimes an emotional cheating is worse right i think like like being in a situation like i was in i actually think that's worse than like going out and getting drunk and like hooking up with somebody yeah because that like that just kind of shows like you know i think people i think monogamy to some extent is like unrealistic completely like like physical intimacy like that like that shit i mean the the sheer idea of it scared off the last guy i was trying to (laughs) pursue so but like emotional cheating or like a full-on affair like where like there's feelings involved i think that's way worse than just like a random drunk hookup yeah and it's much more of a slap in the face because it's like you said you love me yeah you 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 gave everything to me you made vows about it like we have children together yeah that's why like I mean, who knows what Adam Levine has done? I mean, at, at the very least, though, I guess, like, it's probably not that. It's probably not, like, an emotional connection that he feels with any of these girls. He's just horny on the internet. But that's bad, too. Like, pay attention to your wife much, you yeah. know? Like, it, it's like the Tom Brady thing thing like how he's so obsessed with football and Giselle put her foot down and was like you have to be more with the family mm-hmm. and, and now he has to like take time off but aren't they breaking up that's the rumor but he's like spending a lot more mm-hmm. time with his Maybe family to work it out. yeah I mean I I also just think like there's an air of like there's just such an air of narcissism about the adam levine thing like even the fact that like he wanted to name his like daughter child after after like (laughs) that is the grossest thing i've ever heard that's 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 a bigger betrayal than like cheating i feel like yeah and to tell her that like that's fucked up and strange you know that's like it reminds me of like Jacob from Twilight (laughs) him being like I'm gonna imprint on your daughter yeah like some weird like pedophile shit yeah it's quasi pedophilic I feel like he tried to make it better by being like if it's a boy I'm gonna name it Sumner no (laughs) but it didn't work no it's still fucking creepy and weird yeah it's like you wanna you want to be reminded you, of the girl you, you nutted fuck? in <laughs> every time you look at your son. <laughs> That's random and weird, but okay. I mean, the psychosexual implications of that alone. Yeah, we gotta make a phone in to Freud about that. Yeah, one. what would he say? <laughs> you were touched as a boy. <laughs> Also just That's like, why he has all those tattoos. People with like that many tattoos, like mm-hmm. trauma alert. True, because like for some people, like getting that many tattoos is almost like a form of like self harm. Yeah, literally, or like reclaiming their body in some way after like, mm-hmm. you know, some sort of large trauma. Yeah, I mean, look at Pete Davidson. Hmm. Come for him. <laughs> we already have. Yeah. A look at look times. at Miley Cyrus. Oh yeah, that's true. Travis Barker. Let's let's name more. Jeffrey um, Star. <laughs> <laughs> um. Fuck. But yeah. We, the yeah. Whole, the whole thing is 
I'm glad we got to delve into some of our personal home wrecking stories. I know. <laughs> this pod is special, huh? <laughs> um, yeah, so should we talk about the Cara Delevingne drama now? Yeah. Give us some backstory. <sighs> okay. So everyone started, like, freaking out. Not, like, freaking out, but they were like, what is going on? About with Kara after she showed up to the VMAs with uh, Megan the Stallion. Oh yeah. Which, by the way, I think is the dumbest rap name in the entire world. <laughs> um, I agree, and it's like two E's. Yeah. Like. Why what? the two E's? I think her first rap name was like Tina Snow or something like that. That's which is a much way more better clever. Rap, which is a way better rap name. You almost said drag name. <laughs> I did almost say drag name. <laughs> You're so drag pilled. I am. Yeah. Um, right. No. She was like fluffing her train or something. Yeah. Or, like she was throwing it up in the air. Yeah. But she also like. Like slapped her ass. And, well, like, that's the thing is like Cara Delevingne is such a like um, predatory lesbian. That's what I was going to talk about. <laughs> And she so clearly has, like, a fetish for black women, too. Mm-hmm. Because ha- have you seen the clip of her on stage with Azealia that's been circling? I don't know. I don't think so. It's a clip of Azealia trying to perform two and two. And Cara Delevingne, like, being on stage with her. By the way, she, like, begged for 15 to 20 minutes to let her in to the backstage Mm -hmm. she was like barred from it and she was like do you know who i am i'm cardella being blah 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 and like forced her way into being let in yeah um and then like got on stage with azealia and started to lick her legs while she was performing 212 her iconic number and Azealia in the clip just looks like totally uncomfortable and like yeah very confused because she's like trying to perform you know yeah but say more about Kara being a predatory les <laughs> well because that's my thing is like because Kara's like a she's a nepotism baby right mm-hmm and I think that yeah. that feeds into it a lot. I feel like she's been told she's, like, special. She's obviously never been checked. Yeah. Like. No. I feel like she's enti- she feels entitled to, like, people's attention. Well, her family and... owns, like, the media conglomerates in the UK. Like, they own, like, The Sun mm-hmm. and The Post and stuff. Right. So, like, they were the ones who manufactured her into a celebrity. Yeah. Because I feel like, I feel like, like, with the whole, her sexuality thing, she just made it such a part of her brand. I know. Like, Like, aggressively lesbianic. Yeah, like, post, like, Taylor Swift squad, it was, like, all kind of, like, refocused around that. Like, her and Ashley Benson's relationship, like... Do you, Those, do you like, think... paparazzi pics of her bringing, like, a sex swing into their house. And, like, the media had a field day about it. What's going on with Ashley Benson these days? She's probably sitting back and laughing about this. <laughs> I feel like she's, like, quite a normal person. Yeah. You know? Or she's having, like, a Mulholland Drive-style, like curiously masturbating and crying <laughs> moment to herself. I mean, but who else has Kara dated besides um, Ashley Benson? Saint Vincent, okay, right? Work. <laughs> Which is like like ooh, she wanted a real lesbian there. Yeah. Well, cuz that's my thing too is like a lot of the people that she's dated, like I didn't know were queer until she started dating them. So it's like She's just the hot les around town. Like, does she just go for people who are in the closet and, like, try to, like, coax them out or convert them? (laughs) Coax them out? 
her and Amber Heard, apparently. Apparently she and Paris Jackson were dating. Oh, that's Margaret a BPD as hell. Margaret Qualley? <laughs> apparently. Margaret, she's a married woman now. <laughs> so, yeah. Everyone's partied in Cara's puss. But huh? that's what I'm saying is, like, it's not like she's dating people who are, like, outwardly queer yeah so it's like i feel like that in some ways like that kind of reads as predatory yes because i feel like she like kind of she wants to she like tries push to people get in there like she tries to like push get in boundaries. their vagina yeah she pushes boundaries with people like she's no she strikes seen. me as like as like inappropriate and childish in like mm-hmm. a really like like Maybe she's teenaged autistic. way. Maybe she, no, she's definitely just like done too much drugs. Right. Well, because that's where this whole thing has really started kicking off, with like those photos of her, of her looking cracked out. Yeah, and with her hair going crazy everywhere, <laughs> wearing only socks outside of the airport. I and mean, a and a Britney Spears T-shirt. Way to be on the nose, ma'am. But, I mean, we have said that we wanted to see celebrities more drunk and craft out in public. Yeah, She's that's giving right. it to us. Yeah. <laughs> but, I don't know. With Courtney, it was more fun, right? Mm-hmm. And it seemed, like, very on brand. And which is not to say that this isn't on brand, because it is. <laughs> um, but... I don't know. I guess Courtney Courtney was never like a predatory les about town, you know. True. She was more like whatever I'm going to pass out maybe, but well, you can come fuck me. Well, like, and that's the thing too is like I feel like with people like Courtney Love, like she was in on the joke. Yeah, she was. She was like, laughing she, at herself. She was laughing yeah. at herself. Like she was in control of the narrative. And Whereas and part part of think... the fantasy of Courtney Love is this like like drunk and yeah and like people weren't laughing at her they were laughing, laughing with, with her, her. Yeah, she was in a way she was doing like maybe whether or not she was realizing it she was doing like this performance art of like what happens to what happens to the prom queen if she gets into rock and roll and drugs mm-hmm. you know this like performative like roughed up baby doll yeah act which was honestly like you think of branding and like she was really smart in her branding because now all these bitches like want to have the same like style and chicness as her Mm -hmm. even despite all those crazy photos of her yeah and they can't replicate it no they simply cannot because it comes across as contrived like that because it absolutely is contrived because she lived that crazy yeah like it was all authentic and genuine and i guess like maybe i would maybe i would like have more this is so elitist but maybe maybe i would have maybe we would all have more sympathy for Kara if she like was making great art right but she's like She's a washed a, up model. Yeah, and a bad actress. Yeah. And a nepotism baby. And we don't really have much like empathy sympathy, yeah. for them. A hundred percent. Well, and that's the thing, too. It's, like, a lot of what she's done that, like, isn't even, like, that bad. Like, take, like, the Megan the Stallion incident, for example. Like... It wasn't, like, that she was doing anything, like, super crazy or offensive. It was just cringe. And I think people have a lot less, like, sympathy for cringe than they even do for, like, someone, like, losing their goddamn mind. Like, because she's just awkward. Yeah, and it's, like, there's something to be said for the fact that, like, not that we should hate on people but if you're gonna make a spectacle out of yourself then like you're going to end up in the media so you should understand that but like 
we shouldn't be hating on people but is it really the the public's job to like carry the emotional weight of someone going through like a very public hardship yeah. like you should have sympathy for them but where yeah. where does that like where do you draw the line with that like why why should we invest so much energy in that yeah like I mean, they that's should the go and too. get it's help like, but... yeah it's like i don't like i mean because there is this like public and like media fascination with people going through a downward spiral like i think especially yeah. when it's like a like a, well, the, a beautiful glamorous, glamorous person girl, yeah. with all the opportunities in the world yeah and like, like throwing it all throwing away throwing it all away like because that is really what she's doing like she has these opportunities like her family is apparently begging to send her to rehab yeah but she just doesn't want to like and i think there's something to be said for that too it's like i think once i think as a nepotism baby i feel like that fucks with you because I feel like maybe deep down you feel like anything that you have or like have done in your life it's like you didn't really deserve it so I think that that can cause its own like you know inner crisis right but then like you would be I mean that's essentially the truth right like yeah she was given everything she doesn't deserve it well like (laughs) I'm sure that she has worked yeah. in, in some capacity. And she's a fine enough model or whatever. Yeah. But But would she have gotten there without those like that help along the way? Like who's to say? But the thing about modeling and this comes from a former model mm. himself <laughs> is that uh it's all well and good but it's it's like all about worshiping at the altar of youth right Mm. so taking care of yourself yeah like essentially like taking the the narcissistic impulse of self-care to like extreme places where it like borders on like eating disorders and and like drug addiction and that kind of thing um but what were we talking about what was i saying like does she deserve it or not (sighs) or like would she have been a model without like probably not because she's like she has really nice eyebrows that's about it yeah she doesn't have like the striking features of like a Kate Moss. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to say because all the top models are freaking nepotism babies. Now they now. are. And she really like was part of that group. Yeah. Like with the Hadid sisters the and Jenners. Kendall Jenner and, you know, even like Kaya Gerber. Like all these people mm-hmm. are all nepotism babies. So. She's the only one spiraling, so it can't be just because of that. No. I think, like, well, supposedly her family has had its own issues with drug addiction, Mm -hmm. too. Like, her mom, specifically. So, I'm sure, like, that's manifesting, that trauma right there. How very London of her. I know. (laughs) London punk rock. Yeah, mom was putting needles in arm. (laughs) I mean, yeah, but it, it's just so funny, though, because it's like, I feel like with all the media coverage and the paparazzi photos, it just really shows how we have a, how we as a society have learned absolutely nothing. Like, from even people like Amy Winehouse or Britney, like, well, it, 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 it's all the same. What have you watched Network? No. No, of course not. <laughs> but I've heard about it from your right. uh, pod with it, Mr. Basin. It is the nature of society to, especially through the lens of television, to like have 
a sense of moral objectivity, right? People will watch anything, even if it's grotesque and horrifying. Mm-hmm. They'll they'll watch it like with a sense of detachment because they understand that there's like a level of you know truth and wisdom within these crazy characters that get beholden to them right and like we we look to media figures as like prophets of our time um and so like even though it's just Cara Delevingne like what has she done I'm sure a lot of people are affected by it and and have like empathy towards her Mm -hmm. too but is it empathy or is it a fascination with like watching somebody spiral um i feel like it's almost this like sadistic like impulse of society of like people love to see like famous rich people fail right right but we also love a success story too at the same time like there's that that's the dialectic right there of america Mm -hmm. success and failure and the drama and ecstasy between the two um but i think like people ultimately don't want to feel like they look for a reason to detach Mm -hmm. from reality because reality is already so crazy and cacophonous and 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 soul crushing um on on like a day-to-day and especially within like our news cycle where all you hear is tragedies like it's easier for people to turn their brain off yeah to consume that media so it almost doesn't matter whether or not it's sadistic it it's like not coming from a place that's like necessarily evil or or with malintent right it, it's like it, it's more of like a state of detachment than anything else yeah but don't you think that's almost like more tragic like i feel like with like that none of us like as a community want to help her or something or or yeah i feel like like seeing something like you know like those horrifying photos of carrie delavine like she's so cracked out and like she needs help like i feel like it's almost i feel like it's almost like darker to be like apathetic about that than to like have an opinion about it to just be like, oh, yeah, I don't care about this person, like, spiraling. I feel like that almost, like, says more about us as a society. Right. But it is, in a way, like, there's truth to that. Like, she made her decisions, you know? Like, yeah. at the end of the day, it, it's us as individuals to be responsible for our own lives. Mm-hmm. Like, like she, ma- she has so much, right? So she'll be thrown into a rehab and she'll she'll get that gift from god or whatever or she won't and she'll spiral more um but like the resources are there for her um i also think like maybe people are ultimately detached about this because we have an opioid crisis in america yeah and it's like this hits too close to home. Why should people care about Cara Delevingne when they have like people in their own lives who, to, are, who are literally going yeah. through the same thing? Like it, it almost becomes like every day. Yeah, they become absolutely numb to this like kind of performative addiction. Yeah, and let's be honest, like all addicts are kind of like 
performing their inner suffering yeah. out into the world and like inflicting that upon everybody else it's like really selfish to be an addict 100 percent. well and it's like i mean yeah especially with someone like her it's like there really is no excuse because yeah she's got people around her supporting her like she's got people trying to send her to rehab like a lot of addicts don't have that yeah and like would kill for that so maybe yeah like you said that's why like people are kind of just like kind of nonchalant and apathetic they're like she'll get better or she won't yeah it's it's her choice to make babe well, rest in peace to um, her Victoria's Secret days, though. Mm-hmm. I wonder what Taylor thinks about all of this. I do you think that I you have know, a like, theory? You know, I have like a theory. Like with the Kardashian curse, like do you think there's like a Taylor, a Taylor Swift, Swift squad curse? curse? No, I think that um, I think Taylor, being the trad girl that she is, was ultimately turned off by. Kara's extreme sapphic ways <laughs> and that's why like she kind of teetered out of the squad or maybe Kara tried to date her <laughs> literally like Kara trying to f- fuck like fuck that it. Barbie pussy <laughs> well because you've heard about this whole thing Taylor like, this Swift whole is conspir- so sexless this generally theory that she's that she's queer Taylor yeah no that she and Carly Kloss were, were together at one point another blonde skinny member of the squad there's no way there's no way I'm sorry you're a gayler denier yeah I'm a gayler denier <laughs> Taylor Swift is too fucking cozy <laughs> you've heard Willow She's too that's cozy. my man okay true there is nothing sapphic about no. her no if anything she's uh, sexless yeah you know no 100% she's like that's what I like about she's her she's like late in the morning after sex <laughs> when you've like made the coffee and <laughs> yeah no I feel like her sex like is so is vanilla. quick yeah <laughs> she makes love every time you think she's a frigid lover um, I think the men she's with are just happy to be there, so they'll take anything. Right. Um, because she is a be- she's beautiful. No one can deny that. Yeah. She's like tall and blonde and thin, and you know. She just gives me like never orgasms. No, you know? but I don't think she wants to. She's too much of a control freak. Yeah. No. She's like. Yeah. No. Her sex lasts like ten minutes tops. And then she, like, writes a song about it. Or cuddles up to her cats. Right. (laughs) Her cats are very involved in her sex life. (laughs) There's, like, cat themes. Yeah. (laughs) Um, We only have, like, a few minutes left, but do you want to talk about Kanye saying that he uh, (laughs) has never read a book in his life? Let's do it. Let's talk about it. I mean... I just think that's funny. I know. It's like, I don't know how much I can elaborate on that because it's just so iconic. I think it's funny and brave. What is the entire context end quote? Okay, let's find it. I just want to say it's really brave of him. And I think more people should be that honest because I know some of y'all don't read. (laughs) And it's okay. And that's okay. No, 100%. I feel like, especially now, like with the rise of like, you know the that girl like kindle like everybody is like really into reading right now yeah and i think it's perfectly acceptable to admit that you don't read and that you haven't read a book some people since high school some people like don't get stimulated by reading too they're more like visual or 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 they're more auditory um (laughs) no 100 percent. also i think our our generation specifically is so ravaged by ADHD that yeah. it's not surprising if, like, 
if you don't read because your brain literally cannot handle it, like, that's so fine. Although there's no excuse. I have ADHD. I take, like, the you are highest. On, you're on, like, 50 grams of Adderall a day. Yeah, baby. <laughs> but I stay reading. I'd love to see you unmedicated and try to read. No. Um. But that's the thing with Kanye. It's, like, he is such a, um iconoclast he's such an iconoclast and he's so um like mentally free and mentally like um uninhibited that i couldn't imagine him like just sitting down and reading a book no well the thing about kanye is like it's been said many times before he's like a um a a collage artist of sorts like he picks and chooses like different referential you know imagery or sound to to like create a greater piece of art Mm -hmm. with it that like is meaningful because of like the meaning that is withheld within the sum of its parts yeah but also like framed together yeah if that makes sense well, and also, like, he's just such a narcissist. Mm-hmm. It's not surprising at all that he wouldn't want to engage with anybody's work except his own. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he appeared on CEO, on Aloe Yoga's Mindful Podcast with CEO Danny Harris, where he compared reading to eating Brussels sprouts. I like Brussels sprouts. I love Brussels sprouts. When you said, I hadn't read this book, I actually haven't read any book, West 45 (laughs) said, reading is like eating Brussels sprouts for me. Did he elaborate? (laughs) Did he say why it's like eating Brussels sprouts? Um, He just doesn't want to do it. 2009, while promoting a 52-page book that he co-authored, ironically, the artist told Retours, I am a proud non-reader of books. I like to get information from doing stuff, like actually talking to people and living real life. Come for readers. Honestly, (laughs) it is so iconic that he said that. He's coming for us. He's like, maybe live a little. It's so, it's so breathtakingly honest. Yeah, actually. And I love that. I love that a lot. This is why he's one of the greatest artists of our generation. I love that he's so unapologetic about it. See, that's what... That's why Kanye is, like, a true artist, because he's, like, a performance artist, basically, Mm -hmm. all the time. He's, like, on, and he has these hot takes to say constantly. Right? Like, because, of course, there are people out there who don't read, and, like... They may say something like, like, like even someone like Kanye or Kanye himself could have been like, you know, I'm a CEO of my own company. Like, I'm really busy. Right. Like, I don't have the time. Well, did but you no, even? He comes out against it. He's like, nobody should read. Yeah. <laughs> did you did you even like know about this and this like? Did you know this about this quote? bite of information before I told you? No. Okay. Well, that's the thing. Like, he's kind of like making a commentary in a way with this news piece flopping that like nobody reads anymore (laughs) it's true genius also yeah like unless something is on instagram like nobody knows about it no um yeah i love that do you have any closing remarks we've done an hour no, I mean, this was fun. Always yeah. good to get on the pod and talk. I think we're going to do a special pod tomorrow, too. Mm-hmm. We're going to go see a movie. So get ready, you little pigs. <laughs> Eat it up. <laughs> Two episodes. Love um, you guys. Yeah, okay. Love you. Bye. If you need me, I'll be in my trailer. Bye.